Now, I had a hobby, too. Mine happened to be guns and ballistics. And I studied guns and ballistics as much as I could, and I wrote an article about high velocity. So out of all my years working at Weatherby, the last five have been some of the most exciting. Working with Adam, with him running the company. And to think that I get the opportunity of carrying on my grandfather's legacy 75 years later here in Sheridan, Wyoming, I mean, it really is a dream come true. On our mark, the Weatherby Podcast. All right, anybody not ready? I was born not ready. Uh, <laughs> that's, uh, please just ex- take that and uh, use it for something because you just recorded it. It's fantastic. My tagline. Welcome to On Our Mark, the Weatherby Podcast. I'm Luke Torkelson, and uh, I'm joined again by Mac Minsenberg. And Micah Sarek, is that how you say it right? Sherrick. Yeah. Sherrick? I feel like there's not an H. Yeah. Okay. Well, I can't complain. Torkelson has a TH and you don't say it. We should trade. Uh, We should trade H's. That would work. (laughs) This would be a good idea because yours is closer to Shrek. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, We want to talk a little bit today about um, what, what we like to do, which we're not necessarily experts, but what we like to do on our personal tag and hunting strategy especially when we're talking about western hunting and none of us grew up in the west isn't nebraska is not the west Mid- midwest midwest so quick background like 30 second background mac go uh i grew up in the midwest in wisconsin and then spent some of my formative years also in tennessee uh hunting whitetails turkeys and upland birds and that's it so mike uh same mac you know nebraska grew up um turkey whitetail um pheasant hunting it's kind of the scope yep yep i grew up in texas i didn't grow up hunting actually but um i started hunting still in texas like in college and uh yeah turkey ducks and geese and whitetail and it's very different from western states we moved uh after i was married we moved to colorado when i was hunting there um but colorado like wyoming has some confusing when you're used to just like hey give me my deer tag uh (laughs) it can be a little tricky when um when you're looking for all right so i gotta do this for deer i gotta do that for elk i gotta do this for antelope wait i have to do it by when it gets it gets all crazy so it's crazy and it can be really scary like it can be intimidating coming in even if you are a hunter like all of us were like and have bought tags like you didn't get into it till later luke but you yeah you bought tags a large portion of your life i've bought tags almost all my life mike i'm sure you have like College was a long time ago for me. But, so. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's totally different than, you know, I was going whitetail hunting with my dad in Tennessee. It's like, all right, so uh, we bought the whitetail tag. We can hunt anywhere in the state that's public where we have private land access. Good to go. And uh, the season opens on this date for muzzleloader. It closes this date, yep. opens archery here, and then closes and rifle until then is done. And that's yeah. it. You had to know, like, three dates. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not this the blend of overlapping, you know, muzzleloader archery right like all these uh different seasons overlapping in colorado you know first rifle second rifle third rifle fourth rifle so Mm -hmm. it gets a little bit more complicated when you get out west yeah it's a super it's super confusing and it was intimidating coming in for sure i'm sure we all felt the same thing i mean if you grow up hunting you you just kind of if you grow up hunting in the midwest or something like that or in the eastern coast or what have you I, I honestly never thought about it. Like, I was like, I came out here and I saw, like, I was driving with uh, 
you and our marketing director at the time, Kevin, and mm-hmm. you guys were like, oh, that's Elk 37. Yep. Oh, well, this is Deer 23. And I'm like, yeah. what are these, we, what are these why, numbers Yeah, mean? If you don't know, Wyoming has um, different units by species, which can get confusing. Like, at least Alaska, I believe, it's the same units no matter the oh, species. It? It's a zone. Didn't and know so that. it's like, okay, that 26 is 26 for bear for moose for caribou it's the same i did not know that yeah we don't do that in wyoming it's uh each individual each one species. so yeah, yeah. it's confusing because if you don't know wyoming and i'm sure a lot of the other states are the same there is i think 115 areas uh, or somewhere around there i know i've seen maybe it's 120 i think again, it's 130 well again by species because like for uh mountain G- goat generally yeah, just like only like five five yeah uh, right generally i think if you think yeah. the big three that people residents here are going to draw every mm-hmm. year an elk a deer and antelope, uh, antelope you're mm-hmm. looking at between them probably four like 400 different uh zones and they all have different dates and all have different things you can shoot like, yeah yeah so um a little more on background. You've been with Weatherby and in Wyoming for... I moved here in April of 2019, so it's been coming up on two years here. So you're now a hunting resident. I am now a... Uh, yes, hunting resident. Had my first season last year. Micah, this is an insult to injury question, I know, but just for... Yeah. You got to tell me, what's what's your situation? You moved here when? Uh, August. Uh, yeah, August. Which is a difficult time to move. Uh, oh, I lucked. Well, I lucked that's out. That's actually that, not the. It's not the worst. Yeah, I could have got. Yeah, it could have been a, lot, a little bit worse. Where now I'll be able to get the general tag uh, after my year of residency, mm-hmm. um, which would be it, sweet for general deer, general elk. Wyoming um, takes a year to be a hunting resident. Correct. And yeah, not yeah. only so, Micah was talking. Uh, he gets to hunt at least general tag. So had Micah moved here in November or something, after like late November, December, after our, most of our big game seasons were done. You don't have, it's not a year of residency to the point that you're going to shoot your animal. It's no. when you can apply for that. Correct. Exactly. That's so right. That's what I was, yeah, I could have been screwed. Um, but luckily I'll get to do the general um, next year. So, yeah. And, and for us, we're, we're fortunate that general's pretty good. Oh, yeah. 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 No, it did, Luke, it, it sucks in Wyoming. It's really bad. That's what I said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really mm-hmm. bad. Yep. Um, what, antelope, though, even as a resident, there's no, general Correct. you still yep. have to draw draw only but well, there's plenty I'm, of tags. I'm hoping i can do um a leftover unit and a leftover tag if i'm in time but or i don't know if i need to do it as a non if there's well i think two years ago i moved here in 18 um there were leftovers like almost all the way up to season and now in this uh we're not even post rona but in this pandemic yeah. <laughs> era i think um tags are gonna go pretty quick tags were rough last yeah. year yeah sure. but there were leftovers late into the season because i was debating getting a for, set of canal some tag. but like stuff, yeah. there was a couple bucks antelopes only but i mean they yeah. were rough units like R- units where it's like uh half a percent public land yeah yeah you're gonna do a lot of driving and <laughs> hiking to one spot it, i mean it can still be done though i mean it can be done for antelope there's no shortage of them in wyoming uh, so. beggars can't be choosers you know it, yeah it, that's what i get dealt for next year, I mean, I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited to do some general elk and kind of spend for a lot 48 of, bucks. Well, yeah, yeah. Or is it 55? 55. Oh, it, it, it wasn't 48 last year, was it? It's 50 dollars plus okay, or minus. Okay. <laughs> better, <laughs> under 60. <laughs> it's, it's better than the 700 I paid. That's uh, my point. A couple exactly. Years ago when I came out here, so yeah. yeah. So, so there's, there's, there's some 
an intimidation factor when you're especially as a non-resident looking because Mike is talking about like you know that elk tag is like you know we have it good as residents it's whatever 50 bucks mm-hmm. but if you consider all of this information and if you don't have somebody you know out here like a friend or a guide that you're trusting on or something and you're like holy moly I don't even know where to begin I don't know where to yeah. put my $700 mm-hmm. like because I don't know where I'm going to shoot an animal or where the animals even live or what have you. So we wanted to sit down today. Scouting's probably not an option for you. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, if I was coming from Tennessee, <laughs> I was not paying for the flight out to scout and then the flight out to shoot something. Like, um, So that we just wanted to kind of cover that today because it is a big deal. And we want, you know, there was, talked about it in the last podcast, there's like 8 million new firearms owners because of all the craziness this mm-hmm. year. And that's new hunters. It's not all new hunters, but... That's uh, new hunters. That's people who are going to be getting into it and have an interest potentially in Western big game hunting. And that's got a steep learning curve. So it does. It does. So uh, do you want to talk like just gen- just touch on the basic general premise? I mean, some some states are kind of pure bonus points. Some some states are, you know, legitimately mm. only go to the people that have the most points um, It kind of. Yeah. Yeah, so I think I feel like we got to give like a disclaimer in here too. Like this is just three dudes that really yeah. like to hunt. I'm um, talking about some of the stuff that we know. And if uh, if you're looking for like a true resource, get with um, well, there's some out there. There's, get YouTube, yeah. Eastman's, uh, Go Hunt, uh, Hunting Fool. Hunting Fool is great. Um, um, but if you're a DIY kind of guy and you're looking for, man, how can I just get out here and do this? as cheaply as possible Mm -hmm. uh there's a lot of ways to do it but you got to do some research so it starts with looking on game and fish or whatever the department of wildlife in that state is called and looking at the units you're interested in and looking at those those draw odds because in wyoming at least as a non-resident there's units that are pretty well 100 percent draw even as a non-res and there's some where you're going to need could be 20 points to draw yeah. even an antelope, like in the antelope in the red desert. I mm-hmm. can't remember the points you need, but it's more than 10. Crazy guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, let's like let's talk some of the basics. So, for anybody listening, like, if you come out and you're coming from the Midwest or the East or what have you, and you're used to buying a, stag for your, a tag for your state and you can go hunt, that's it. Uh, you come out here, let's, let's pick an animal. What do we want to hunt, guys? Like, elk. Well, I think oh, most, most elk. people are coming yeah. out to hunt elk, yeah. so I okay. think that might be a... So we've got we've got a hundred something units for elk in this state, mm-hmm. um, all with varying degrees of success harvest rates, mm-hmm. uh, success rates for drawing your tag. So if you put in for the lottery, um, which this podcast will probably actually come out after, but January first, if you're a non-resident, uh, you missed your chance uh, to put in for elk. <laughs> um, January thirty first. January thirty first. Yeah. Apologize. Um, well, so. should, should we back up from that and say, hey, there's there's general and there's limited entry as a non-resident you're going to be putting in for either one oh we go down the rabbit hole because there's special tags too yeah yeah Yeah. well yeah it gets it gets crazy really quick but um essentially in wyoming there's not an over-the-counter tag like in colorado for non-resident as a non-resident in certain units you can just show up in hunting season and be like i need my over-the-counter elk tag Mm -hmm. um those units are are getting less and less white river uh, national forest colorado there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh but well, you can't even do that in wyoming mm-hmm. so you have had to have planned ahead and mm-hmm. that planning starts like the first of january because like you said or, or before because yeah. the draw deadline is the 31st no matter what yep 
And so you've got you've got these deadlines. You got to apply for your tags. You can apply, like Micah said, for a general tag, which will give you. We we have good general units in Wyoming. Actually, there's about 50 units, um, and they're sparsely spread out all over the state, kind of randomly, uh, where you can, if you have that one tag, the general tag, you can hunt any one of those units. Any that, general unit. Any general mm-hmm. unit, uh, according to yeah. the dates that they are open. Which and check because each specific unit within the general have their own season dates and. Yep. A good portion of them are similar, the same dates, yeah. but sometimes they'll go from any bull or, or any elk to then after a couple of days they'll switch to, yeah. you know, bull only. So you get, pay attention, but for the most part, what Max saying is is right on. And of those general units, like fifty percent of them are phenomenal for. Yeah, I mean, know, I've shot so my elk. You mean terrible? Last year. Or, terrible. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I worked really hard. But uh, yeah, so I mean that, and then. An, I can touch on it later, but that was kind of my one of my uh, hunts that I that I did here was on a general tag. But I'm I'm excited to hear from you guys on the limited entry process and how that works for me. You know, I won't be able to do it this coming season, but after that, kind of hearing, you know, you get to put in. You mm-hmm. don't you don't draw. You can always then go. I can go down yep. to the yeah. local store and get my general tag and go hunt. I think it's cool uh, as a Wyoming resident that. As a resident for elk, there's no points. Can't get preference okay. points. It's it's all random. All random. That's not true for non-residents, um, but for residents. Touch on the preference points real quick, Luke, because if we have yeah, beginners, yeah, yeah. we didn't so, even talk about them. Good point. So, um, sorry, I feel like you it can, derailed us on that. No, no, question. no. You can you can. Uh, there's a couple ways you can get points. So if you put in for the draw and you don't get drawn, you can put as your second option. Essentially, I want a preference point. That gives you basically an extra ticket in the lottery the next year. Or you can keep collecting those tickets and uh, build them up for for units that need more preference points. And so um, it's not necessarily I, tickets isn't even the right term because it's, it's like they, it's they start with okay we're only going to swipe uh, uh, pull the number from people that have three tickets or more in the bucket. It's like it's they it's, dedicate a sm- yeah. they do dedicate a percentage a small percent to complete random. Mm-hmm. But then the majority of the non-res tags go to um, there's a preference point line. So pick a number. You got to have five preference points. Mm-hmm. So everybody with that puts in with five or more preference points is then could be, could okay. get drawn. Yeah, I think I think they separate it because uh, we do this the the normal and the and the special, and it's like I don't know sixty forty or whatever. And then say we just did the normal draw, seventy five percent go to the max point mm-hmm. 25% goes goes random so you always mm-hmm. have a chance yep um so that's i, I really like that about wyoming because yes you, yep. you can put you got in, a chance you yeah. Yeah. so you're saying there's a chance yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so you could uh we gotta get that we gotta get that on here like just as a sound bite yeah um you need to fix that sound yeah, man we'll do it yeah um, so preference points, you can earn one a year, whether you buy it or you apply for the tag and you don't get it. So these people we're talking about, like there's some, there's some units in these states. Like if you want to shoot a bighorn sheep or something crazy like that, you know, you're going to wait 25 years because mm-hmm. the line that Luke was talking about, it's like, you're not drawing it unless you have 25 points or more. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's not so much a ticket as it is like, yeah, I was trying to make point, an analogy. Preference but point is yeah. actually probably the best name. You're, yeah. you're a preferred, it's like seniority almost. Like the older yeah. you are, like you got tenure, you get you ten, some yeah, tenure. Exactly. Yeah. Well, some, some of them, they don't even allow you to draw before you have a, a certain, certain amount of points. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's, it's, it's like, it's, you know, everybody's got to take their time. Everybody wants to hunt these animals and we're, we're a little luckier as residents, but uh, even we have to get points on certain things. But if you want to uh, draw 
and have the best chance when you're coming out because you're spending $700 on your yeah. non-resident tag, you may want to wait to earn some of those points instead of going for a unit that has less points because obviously if it's less points to get in, your success rates aren't going to be most likely as high. Yeah, and, and mostly, it's hard to say. Not to say G- hard work. Game and Fish sets, sets the how it all works out, but I think in general they're trying to manage the population or the herd uh, and then also balancing those success rates like you're talking mm-hmm. about. So it's all kind of – they've got – they know how many animals they need to maintain the the, the herd yeah. size. Yeah, they yeah. have numbers they want to hit, like add objective. Um, and that's something that if it, when the person that wants to come out west d- digs in and mm-hmm. does their research, you can read um, their write-ups at the end of the year. You can read harvest reports and then d- dig into those spreadsheets um, and kind of narrow down your unit. Yeah. But I think Wyoming's system where it's, you know, 75% is going to the, to the max point holder and 25% random, it's such a great mix because other than, like, like Colorado where it's going true yeah, max just point points. holder, yeah. I'm not, I, might not e- I might not even – Draw in your lifetime. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like I'm not even going to try in those instances. I'm going to just do more OTC or, or find some other avenues to, to draw a couple tags, you know, every so yeah, often. Yeah. I, I'm hopeful because as a resident now, I can put in for mountain goat and bighorn sheep. There's a couple of units where like the one tag is going to go. Random. Like it's yeah, going yeah. to literally be one tag, but one tag is going to be a random. Yep. So with no points, I can go in there because there are points yeah. for residents for, for goats, goat, and sheep, and moose. Yep. And give uh, it a whirl. And you don't I roll the dice. And if it's, nothing happens, yeah. you get your point. Like, and yeah. if and if you don't draw, if you're a resident or a non-resident, minus a small fee, uh, you get that money back. Like, Correct. you know, if you're paying out of state for a two thousand dollars sheep tag, you don't pay that, and then it's like, well, didn't draw this year. There goes my two thousand bucks. Yeah, one not super awesome thing that Wyoming does is they basically charge full value of the tag Take, up yeah. front. Yeah, like some like on January thirty first. You're hope you got paid yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to track to each state because you know between idaho 150 fifty dollar application um and the hunting license uh to to wyoming and montana uh, these different states some, some take the money mm-hmm. up front some only charge a little bit and then you'll see if you draw later it hit your bank account you know all yeah. has to draw um i i think idaho on the big game on the on the dream species the sheeps the goat the, the bison i think it's uh you have to select which one you're putting in and you can't put in for some of the other species. Hmm. I'm not. Well, uh, I'm not yeah, rusty on that. I know, but but it's, it's it's pretty nice because you have to pick an avenue. You know, you have to select one, so odds your odds are a little bit better. So mm-hmm. that's that's a state that I'm keeping an eye out for some of those once in a lifetime species, uh, as well as trying to get lucky here. Like Luke was saying, you know, on some of those. Uh, yeah, goat and sheep. I'm I'm putting in for putting for for all three moose, goat and sheep, and well, just, you shot just a moose. Leave for some it. for the rest of not us. Not in Wyoming. Yeah, not I in shot Wyoming. one. Yeah, I did. You shot a giant Alaskan. You know what's cool yeah. about Alaska, and I think Idaho does this, but um, in Alaska, you can use your tag on a species as long as it's in season. Oh, yeah, yeah, lesser yeah, yeah. species of, of quote unquote lesser value, which is it kind of yeah. stinks to say you lesser value. Wolverine. But yeah, on the moose hunt, I had a brown bear tag in my pocket and we were in sheep country. And so like, I was like, there's a chance going into it. I was so, I was so pumped. <laughs> I was like, that button. I was like going into it. I mean, I could go, I could come home with a moose or, and a brown bear or a moose and a sheep. And the moose hunt 
it was awesome, but it took, it wasn't, there's was no walk in the park. Like it took, uh, on a 10 day hunt, I shot on the eighth day. Mm-hmm. And then I, the ninth day was spent basically taking care of the moose. The and whole so, day, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is a lot of work. So you just got that back recently, right? Yeah. This like two days ago. Uh, so the, my, it, it never saw a brown bear and never got to get into sheep country. So it's like, I thought brown bears, like, they give them away in Alaska. What's going on here? Well, the fact you never saw They don't saw come up to hug you like the like, Yellowstone bears. No, they don't. Hopefully not. <laughs> yeah. But I, I still want to shoot a, a moose in Wyoming, even yeah. though they're smaller. I mean, my goodness. Dude, I've, I've seen some big ones, actually. I've got some. I was showing Micah the Shire's other day. He's, like, he's that, like, that's the biggest Shire's moose I've ever seen. And I was, I like, was like, I, I'm not an expert on moose, but even I know. I'm like, that is an absolute giant. So. <laughs> that's a big boy. Their moose are huge. So, Mac, what's your, for this year, What's your uh, what's your personal? What are you trying to get done? Um, okay, so like you, Luke, uh, I too am gonna put in. I mean, there's a chance. There's a chance out there. I've done my research a little bit. Uh, the bighorn sheep I'm gonna put in for, but I'm not holding my breath on that one. Mm-hmm. They give away like one tag in the units I've looked at um, mm-hmm. for random draw. But I found some goat units. I know you and I think are looking at the exact same ones, but there's some goat mm-hmm. units with mm-hmm. a, a seven-ish percent chance. Yeah. Um, and about a fifty to sixty percent harvest success rate. That's uh, those are odds. I'm I'm generally willing to out hunt people, so those are odds I'm willing to take uh, on my goat tag. In Wyoming, if you draw a bison or a goat tag, it is random. But it is a once-in-a-lifetime tag. You're you done. can only get it once, except for maybe where I'm looking. But um, <laughs> uh, so, but if uh, I, I, you know, it's a seven percent chance. So mm-hmm. it's not odds I would stake my life on. But it's like, oh well, you know what? That's not one percent, or that's not a thousandth of a percent. I'm pretty. I'm gonna try that. So gonna do that. Gonna put in for bison and moose and bighorn. All those. Just yeah. If right something catches, throw it up to the wind, and if it sticks. What about deer? Um, and then deer. Uh, I put in for a unit last year that was a pretty good unit with a friend of mine, and we put in separately. And, of course, I told him where to draw or where to put in, and he drew the tag, and I didn't. Ah, so you said on a party. Might, uh, I, was, I was thinking that was going to be me who drew. Whoa, okay, so pa- pause. Oh, yeah. Pause hold on, on this. On, so, hold so. Oh, party. Back it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, just because I'm a newbie, too, so how – how does the party application system work? So party application, um, and actually we'll talk a little bit about this because I'm going to talk some non-res stuff in a minute as well, but you can put in on the Wyoming Game and Fish website, you can put in for your tags in the lottery draw as an individual or as a party Mm -hmm. leader or party member. Um, And what that is is basically individual is just you. Like, yeah, yeah. that's what I did last year. So in the group, though, do they average or do they go to the lowest point holder or it what's the... used to be an average. I was actually talking to a guy uh, who's lived here for a while about that, but it is pretty much... Uh, you are. I'm not sure if it's the lowest or highest point holder. I don't know that exactly, but think of it as in if Micah, uh, Luke, and I are all wanting to draw a tag in the same area, we can all put in it as an individual... And maybe two out of three of us will drag the tag. Maybe three out of three will. Maybe one out of three. And maybe none out of three. Right. If we put in as a party, and Luke organizes the party, and me and Mike are in his party, we are three names, but we're in. We all hat. get drawn together. We're in the same hat. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's one instead of the three. I do, I do like that. Three yeah. out of ten. We now have a one out of ten chance of being drawn, but all three of us get the tag if the one is drawn. Yeah, and so, here's here's where that kind of is an advantage. So let's say 
I'm making some numbers up for ease. Yeah, Let's say that there is a unit that has um, 10 tags available. And on the ninth draw, we're in as a party. They draw my name. They're still going to issue us the tags. Us, you guys the yeah, tags as well. Awesome. So they're going to issue 12 tags. That's awesome. So it, they'll it, take that from the next season or oh, for the next year. It. So they'll yeah. bump the, the next year down gotcha. by, by that many. So in that situation, say we're trying to draw that, mm-hmm. it takes, uh, let's just use a number, you know, 10, t- 10 points to draw, wh- whatever species this is just hypothetical. And you're sitting at like, maybe he has the 10 points and me and Mac don't, and, and we get in, is that that's going to bring, bring the point total down or is it going to bump us all together? I Man, guess that's where that's I'm, gonna get outside of my uh, that's my a, yeah. scope of oh. expertise. I think it's sure. whoever the organizer is, though. Like I said, I was talking to a guy who's lived here uh, about this or a while about this the other day. I think it actually goes to who the organizer is, like their point value. But I could be wrong on that. Well, let's well, let's mm-hmm. put it out to the uh, whoever's uh, somebody's listening to this and knows. Hit us up. Yeah, educate us. Um, um, put it in the comments. Like we said, we're not experts. We're just yeah. Like said, we're three guys who like hunting and doing yeah. what we I, know how to do. I know enough to be dangerous, but I, I'm, not, I'm not an expert. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. So that that's in your benefit. The party is in the benefit. Like. Uh, I've got family that wants to come out and hunt, or if you're maybe a person that only wants to hunt with another person, like I'm like, well, if Luke's not going, I'm not going hunting this year. So I'm only going to go if we both drag the tag. Mm-hmm. So for yeah. my my dad who wants to come out and hunt elk, oh, and yeah, then, that's right. You having your family come out, uh, so. and then my my stepfather in law and his son, they want to they want to come out and hunt elk. So for them, they're looking okay. This seven hundred dollar elk tag, we've got to pay for the plane tickets. Mm-hmm. Got to process the whole thing. It's like, it's, it's an ordeal. It's going to cost them, you know, a couple grand or whatever to get out here. So yep. nobody wants to come out. If only one guy drew the tag, it's like, well, I'm not coming out to help you shoot yours. Like I'm not spending all that money. So that's a really good friend. That's going to give up their uh, September and travel and vacation time to, to be a pack out. mule. So, maybe. Yeah. So if you're out, if <laughs> yeah. you're out there, yeah, maybe you might not even <laughs> shoot something. I mean, there's always a risk. So if you're out there and you know, you got a group of guys that you want to go and it's like, well, I, I don't know how to Western big game hunt mm-hmm. at all, and I at least want to do it with a friend who maybe they do or don't know, but at least we'll figure it out together. The party's your best bet there because if you draw, you everybody draw. in that party draws. You all, yeah. draw. you all can shoot an animal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Equal chance. It doesn't necessarily increase your chances, but it just assures that everybody draws. Okay. And that's yeah. where I think it's best for out-of-stater-wise and non-resident. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I, th- I think because a few of the old-timers that – you know that i've talked to you they're kind of they'd get the rotation down and that everybody so they'd have one guy that would yeah always there's have there, the points, there could be a thing know? on points that i'm not certain about that and, I to look and, that up yeah so it was like trying to yeah anyway so max your deer what's your deer plan deer plans um gonna put in for that unit uh i like to uh I like to knock things out at the same time. I also bow hunt, so I get a little bit of start mm-hmm. early start in the season. A lot of bow seasons in Wyoming uh, mm-hmm. start earlier. Um, and so I am going to try that unit, but it's also a unit that has really, really good antelope hunting. Um, mm-hmm. I also didn't draw that tag last year, and my friend also drew that tag. So <laughs> I got to help him. Your time is coming, man. Yeah, time is coming. Man. It's gotten even better this year because I think I can potentially draw an elk So tag you're going to well, try so. to overlap your deer and antelope unit, I like so to. that you could kind of uh, you can if it yeah you, you're you're going out for the seasons overlap mm-hmm. just slightly yeah the the so the rifle uh, for deer and antelope has some overlap um, elk it does not uh, 
and then Bo, this season's over. Bo Antelope is like one of the earliest seasons around here. It opens August 15th. Yeah, that's rattlesnake season on, yeah, on Hunters, cactus, actually. Uh, cactus <laughs> in the waistband season. That was, that was rough. More on that later. But um, So I, I personally like to have all of my eggs sort of in it. If it's a good enough basket, I sure. like to put my eggs in the same sure. basket because yep. then I'm not limited to the fact that, well, I went out there and, man, I only had a deer tag, but I saw the biggest antelope buck yeah. I've ever seen mm-hmm. in my life, and there was hundreds of them. I, if it's like, I'd love to have the opportunity. If it's out there, I want to shoot it. Now, this year, I did hunt in all different units, and I was able to successfully fill my tags, and I was very, very fortunate for that. But if it, it, I like to, I don't know, I like to narrow it down. I got to scout one area. I only got to hunt one area. And I can just knock you're, it all out while I'm there. You're being efficient with your time. Yeah. You're not having to drive all over yeah. different units and opportunistic. So, you, like you said, you know, uh, that exact situation happened when I went out uh, on a hunt with Dave. Uh, stud pronghorn buck just standing there, and we're just like, well. Anybody got a tag? Nope. Yeah, <laughs> nobody's got a tag. So, we just waved at him, and then he just looked at us, and we continued on with our uh, unsuccessful uh trying to locate a giant muley you gotta yeah. you gotta take advantage of your time i mean we all work by, for when sure. we're not in the office playing pickleball um mm-hmm. you know we're <laughs> out there just trying to take some days off and get some animals so uh, uh hold on we got we're probably gonna need to back that up just a hair just we we just our last podcast we did we just put it up it's about um we're we're busting it to try to get as many guns and and ammo out as we can um we had somebody comment on a it, was, it wasn't really our page, I don't think, but it was just some forum, and they were like, man, when are, when are these guys going to start making guns and shipping guns and ammo again? It's like, what, we do it every day, and somebody here maybe have made a comment about, yeah, all we do is play pickleball out in the shop every day, <laughs> just hanging out. No, uh, we're, we're yeah. trying to get as much as we can out the door, so... Yeah, that's yeah. that's we've been, we've been joking a little bit about pickleball. So. Sorry for my derailment. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, and you, Luke. I mean, what are you what are you putting in? I mean, you talked goats, whatnot, and yeah, I'm definitely kind of I'm going to try to put in uh, for. I, I'm, I'm I've been looking at the odds, so we're probably looking at some of the same units, but um, I'm definitely going to put in for goat, bighorn sheep, and moose uh, as a resident. I'm probably not going to put in for bison this year just because I've already have another a ton of stuff going. So uh, if, if I drew it, then it'd be, it'd be tough. But then um, I'm still trying to figure out the best strategy. I'll do some form of having antelope and deer overlap. Okay. But this will be my first season with my son. He turned 12 yep. uh, just, just Shout a couple out weeks trip. ago. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, wrong one. No. <laughs> Shout out. There it is. So, um, Trip will be hunting with me some this year, and so we're we're trying to figure out what that's going to look like. But that's what's been a little bit mind blowing for me now is okay. My wife's going to hunt some this year. Trip's going to hunt some this year. I'm going to hunt some this year. It's like holy moly. Yeah, for those that don't know, Luke has a uh, an entire army at his house of <laughs> between his wife and children. So when they're yeah. all of age, if they all want to hunt, he's going to be a very very busy man every season. Yeah. I mean, in theory, we could we can get a lot of meat on the ground this this you fall could, uh, with a lot. You, you know, could fill the meat shortages. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I had to buy the next a, pandemic. I had to buy a third freezer this weekend <laughs> when the moose came. Um, so yeah, first world problems. But, uh, yeah, so we're going to do 
trip will probably just do general because it'll just keep us close to share. Do deer and antelope or just antelope? No, well, I, I'm gonna. I mean, as a resident, they're. I mean, it's not. A, it's not a big investment. I mean. Yeah, uh, I guess, and if you see one, I mean, you want them to yeah. have the opportunity. So. Yeah. So I'm trying to decide if I want to put in for the same area as trip. I think I don't want to, because I want to be hunting for me or hunting for trip, and we'll we'll hunt together. But I don't want it to come down to where he's trying to be nice, like, Dad, no, you shoot that one, or me, like, you shoot that one, and then it runs off. <laughs> so uh, I want to I wanna just be like, all right, bud, you're the hunter. Let's go get this done and find something cool. And then I think we'll do, like, the same as you're talking about, doing a, a deer and antelope in the same area. And we've got – we can be in pretty decent hunting in five minutes from our house, oh, which yeah, is awesome. No, yeah. So Is there a – I know – I think some states offer some pretty sweet youth tags. There, I, I yeah, there are, there okay. are. Um, okay. There's even some special youth seasons. Yeah. What I'm really conflicted on, if I'm being real honest about things, is elk for this year because there, inside of elk, there's also types of tags. So you can get the the bull yeah. type nine, which is the archery season that starts. 15 days before Our next rabbit hole general <laughs> archery season. Yeah. So. Um, but if you get that tag, you are committed to Dude, that 15-day bow. Yep. bow season. And if you get snowed out like I did during archery season and don't have a backup. Uh, I, yes. I, I, see, I was contemplating that same idea, mm-hmm. Luke. Uh, but the way – to being locked down to that one thing and elk being so finicky, the weather being so finicky – um, hunting pressure, all the things that come into it, just being able to uh, bounce out and hit up another unit that, you know, that, that freedom of, oh, here, the elk herd's over here now, yep, you know what I mean, or I found one over here. Yeah. But about the pressure that I knew some people who did have that early season tag, and I only know a couple who shot them, but I don't know anybody who didn't have a chance. Um, there's yeah, something said about that. Okay, yeah. and there's, yeah, so there's two sides to that. Yeah. And, yeah, I have a dream to um, – pack an elk out that i shot with a bow from my motorcycle it's pretty rad so i'm hoping to take my dirt bike up in archery season which would be september 1st if i get that type 9 tag so you're really thinking about putting it in for the type 9 yeah well i i've got a um i've got a planned hunt in idaho uh with Shout ken out. byers oh okay um so oh you're going to that yeah the hell's canyon there yeah yeah yep. so that that'll be opening day of rifle elk here so october 15th yep so I'm going to miss the, some of the uh, week, at least, yeah. of our rifle season. So I'm like, man, if, if now's my time to get a done archery here. Yeah, so, and it, at least you have that backup. You could shoot one in Idaho. So there's that, I mean. Correct. That, yeah, correct. that's the way to do it. I mean. So I'll probably do that. And then if you get that type 9, you can also get like a cow, uh, cow-only cow tag. So I'll probably get that for the same unit that we put trip in for Oh, nice. For yeah. Okay, that makes that makes a lot of yeah. sense. That, yeah. That's a smart plan and a good way to test out that type nine tag, yeah. knowing, hey, if it goes funky, I'm going to Idaho. Yeah, uh, yeah if it goes awesome, I'm been packing a elk out on my motorcycle, um, loading down the KTM. So that'll be fun. That'd be dope. <laughs> and that, like that, that's like a quick summary. So like you've got all those different units. All the units have different start dates. And on top of this, Luke brought in. Uh, there's nine different types of tags (laughs) that all also have different dates it's so confusing and like it is is so intimidating to look at i think again again we should remind anybody that's listening that's that's getting confused or wants to look into it um you know i started watching randy newberg uh there's go hunt there's eastman's shout out uh yeah so uh uh hunting fool um there's tons of uh of 
YouTube, Google it. There's tons of information out there. And game, I, I called and talked to biologists on my own deal when I when I dove headfirst. Oh, th- hold on. We're, yeah. I mean, it's the most we've ever so used to back it up. It button. is because there's been a few things that if we, we weren't really necessarily planning to talk about. But um, one thing I was really impressed with, with you, Micah, was like, I think the week that you got here to our office, you were at either National Forest or Game of Fish, oh, yeah. like grilling those guys. And they were telling you all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, I need to, I need to call those guys more, apparently. Yeah, I, I mean, don't be afraid to ask. And uh, from a lot of Game of Fish uh, uh, offices and, and game wardens that I've talked to, like 99% are super awesome, cool, uh, kind folks that, that want to help you out. So, um, you know, and they've been awesome, you know, pointing guys in the right direction. Um, but also don't be, don't abuse it, you know, like do your research. And I had, you know, pages of notes and kind of got a couple, couple eye rolls, but at the end of the day, it was all cool <laughs> because I was overprepared to, to ask about certain areas, certain feed grounds, um, certain trails, um, you know, and I think that they, they respect that when somebody does their homework and shows up rather than hey, just just give me the easy answer, tell me where to go. Hey, tell me where the big bulls are. Just, yeah, just tell yeah. me, please, <laughs> right away. Nope. <laughs> um, so I think uh, going in and talking to those folks, that's a, a just call them, ask them, you know, uh, talk to the biologists. That's a whole other resource um, combined with – you know, the online services, tag services, um, and doing your own homework. Uh, mm-hmm. And on, anybody that's doing the DIY thing already knows about Onyx Maps, but you got to have some mapping system too. Got to have it. Yeah. You got to have it out here. I think if you're boiling Shout it. Shout out to if, Onyx. Yeah, for sure. If um, Shout out. If you're boiling it down to really what you have to do in the research, first you have to start with, to me, it's access. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like to look for an area that at least if you're looking for elk, does it look elky? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and if it does, is there access to get to where the elky areas mm-hmm. are? Um, I'm not going to go into what I think that is because that's a whole nother situation. Yeah. But um, then after that, look at that unit, draw odds, mm-hmm. and see if that if you have a prayer at drawing. And if if you think so, put in, and then mm-hmm. then start really scouring on X for like specific features areas that look flat enough to camp all that and onyx is awesome they have like so they won't you go to wyoming game and fish you can see the draws you can see the harvest rates all this if you click the areas onyx doesn't have that but what onyx has is for each individual state they have you can overlay the, the units you by can, species you can put yeah. an area for your antelope species in wyoming you can put a bear in montana and it's going to show you yep. with a gps on your phone where these units break down you can even use it download the field or the the maps in the field and be like oh well, shoot, I'm getting close to the edge of my yeah. area. I need to stay in here because I can't shoot some over there. Well, Game and Fish is going to wreck me. And, and looking, th- looking at that in the field, knowing, um, you know, instead of, instead of going blind and then getting cliffed out you're, you, and you wasted how many how much effort and time getting yeah. over here, mm-hmm. seeing the top lines on the map or um, you heard a, a bull bugle over here, you know, there's so many uses that go beyond just the, the pre-scouting you know, phase to actually using it in the mm-hmm. field to make you – more successful. Yeah. Yep. And unfortunately, the animals have gotten a hold of it, too, and that's why they stay on the private land. That's what I <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Mac, I've, for my hunt strategy for this year is I, I messed up February. I didn't mess up. Corona kind of messed it up. But I had a plan to hunt every month of the year. I, f- I fi- like finally kind of figured it out. So oh, Luke's January, got a secret hunt. January's waterfowl. 
and then um, February, I was going to try to get to Tajikistan because I drew a I drew um, a mid Asian ibex tag at Sheep Show last year. It's hard to plan that right now with the Rona, but um, March snow geese, snow goose. yeah. Um, April May turkey. Okay, bear May bear bear. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure, bears happening. We got it. Yeah, well, we got it. We have a, a annual bear trip. Uh, yeah. pretty much every time I've been here. So. Um, June is also snow geese, but in Canada, assuming they open that up. Okay. July, I'm still trying to figure out. I know oh. something you could hunt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, we can't get into that one. Can't get into that one. There's Ble- bleep this it's out. It's a coyote. Yeah. Then you can shoot them all year round. Okay. August, Alaska for caribou. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Stay tuned. We're going to have some cool content coming later this year about that. Uh, then September is that archery elk early. Mm-hmm. And then October is all the things. Mm-hmm. November continued more things. You know, you can shoot <laughs> your cow elk, or you can shoot a bird, or what yeah. have you. And end of December, then hopefully a cow elk, and then yeah, it just pretty much wrapped up the year of like pretty solid, okay, pretty I know solid you, hunts. Yeah, I know you didn't get to do the the that the February trip is looking grim right now. But if you can knock 11 out of 12 months going hunting, Luke, yeah. you might as well uh, just become a, a hunt influencer. <laughs> yeah. No, that point. I, no, I need to start taking notes here. <laughs> no, uh, no, I think I can be done. This is a good state to do it. Uh, and I mountain lions in there too. That's a good thing for December. Um, so I've been trying a couple times now and it just hasn't I quite come together. So That's yeah, for sure. um, there's a lot of options. Spring bear. I'm, I'm really excited for spring bear season. I've, I'm like, Oh, for two in Montana so far. So hopefully we can get it done this year. That's become one of my favorite. I, I had no interest to hunt bears in like the in Tennessee. Yeah. They have them, but like I don't know. It's not the same out here. Going up in glass and burn areas and like hiking five miles in, it's mm-hmm. or more, what have you. It, I don't know. I love it now. It's like one of the things I most. Oh, spring to. bear is a blast because you've been holed up for most of the winter after in like your kind of lamenting hunting season being over, and you're like itching, and then you're like spring bear. Yeah, yeah. let's do this. And also, unpopularly, I love bear meat. It makes the best sausage and snack sticks, hands down. Right on. Delicious. Trichinosis. I could cook it all day. You got a <laughs> thermometer. You got uh, the fancy Traeger grill. I I would say I like the uh, growing up on that turkey whitetail kick um and then getting out of getting out of your bubble uh getting out of your state and kind of realizing there's a such a giant world of opportunity out there for all these other species and uh you know just to spend you know what we're passionate about in the outdoors hunting in in these other beautiful places chasing you know amazing creatures uh mm-hmm. that i got a ton of respect for living out in this just totally wild gnarly places uh once you get out of that bubble man i like i'm trading the feathers for fur on that on that bear hunt my my bear hunt mm-hmm. in uh, idaho was like crazy it was the most difficult thing i did uh, physically and you told me about that one that it, sounded rough <laughs> yeah um but we we pulled two bears out of there and i it was awesome and then uh also like calling it you guys were talking about calling in turkeys uh or that's what popped in my head when you guys said turkeys yeah. calling it. And it's like calling in, you know, a 700 pound screaming bull, mm-hmm. you know, it's, mm-hmm. it gets my adrenaline going a little bit more than calling in turkeys. No, nothing against turkey hunting. I love turkey hunting, grew up turkey hunting, yeah. but t- it's true. switching it up a little bit. It's a, uh, uh, my general hunt that I did, uh, a couple of years ago, I called in my first bull and seeing the sapling trees snapping over as he was coming into 20 yards, 
got the adrenaline up, so it it yeah. had had me hooked. If you haven't experienced a bull basically bugling in your face, then you, you you're just doing it wrong. Didn't get that one. This <laughs> year, that's for sure. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, pretty awesome. Um, I totally forgot where we uh, where we were at. No, nope, we're we're we need to land this plane. So yeah. um, we can it, move on to, I guess, hunting. Oh well, I, I don't. I guess I don't have too too much plans. I'm just doing the general stuff because my whole situation and yeah, yours timing. is different. Yours so, is different. Yeah, you know, I I would say for just for the newbie getting into it, like my base is I like to start. Ha- I'd like to do one out of state trip for a budget wise thing. Yeah. Get a couple points in these other states that I'm eyeing, so I can bank them and do that one get that one state in the rotation for my out of trip mm-hmm. deal and then hunt my home state. And that's kind of the rotation I, I try and go on. Cause I can't really, you know, budget wise to be able to afford multiple out of state trips and, and vacation yeah. time and stuff. So that's kind of what I've done in the past. Um, you know, I get to go to a new state, hunt something, something new and mm-hmm. try something new and that's, that's fun. And then hunt my own state. Um, so kind of like tentatively, my plan would I you know hit up the general uh, elk and deer here because I'll I'll be a resident by that point so I'll be able yep. to do that um, and that's over the counter like in yeah. in the middle of season you'd be like I need my deer tag yeah right, here you go um, <laughs> is that everybody who comes up to the counter Luke yep they kind of go up there and they're just like give me my deer tag <laughs> <laughs> so that's gonna be me and then uh, uh, I really like that Idaho bear tag and. I'm a lot closer than I was back in Nebraska, yeah. so I can hop up and do that if if I'm feeling mm-hmm. feeling frisky. And then uh, I'm really I don't know I'm tempted to do the whole uh, grizzly thing on that general tag. So there's some places um, yeah. not grizzly hunting. We don't have general tags yeah. for grizzly bears. Sorry, in, no. sorry. In yeah. Wyoming, yeah. H- hunting elk in some grizzly areas. Uh, I know my wife's not super thrilled about that, but uh, I'm I've been just looking at uh the class of the bulls the 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 herds i'm working them over um situation well i looked at the uh grizzly uh they did the flyover from game parks mm. and you you will see bears oh my the number of bears they saw you in one see, flyover you, is, yeah like some of i know some a couple like legit dudes that they're like yeah you can't spend the night there <laughs> i'm 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 looking at trying to hike in potentially come back to the truck, uh, and can't, you know, sleep in my truck, uh, and, or, and, or do, do minimal stays basically and move around a lot. So my sense not, you know, I'm not constantly coming back to some, the same, same camp, try, trying to mitigate and just be smart about it. Uh, but, you need uh, to find a friend with horses. That's yeah. the ticket. Yeah. yeah. We'll be hunting in wilderness areas if we do that which you also cannot hunt without a guide or a resident if you are a non-resident so that's something to look for when you're applying for uh areas good point if if something is mostly what we call wilderness area what the forest service is designated as that you can't hunt it without a a guide or a resident with you so don't apply to those areas because you can't legally hunt there unless you have those yeah you just mentioned one of the last things i wanted to cover which is um outfitters and guides so um it, like like we said a couple times, if if all this is confusing because it is, um, and you're not really sure where to start, um, you can start with a service like uh, Hunting Pool or Go Hunt. And these are you can tag go, apply to these. These are yes. uh, sign up. They're web based or what have you. Yep, and they will kind of help manage your hunts. That's which is, is which can be a great thing. 
Um, second option would be um, contact an outfitter in an area you want to go and it's like, hey, what's it look like for, for me to get a tag there? And they can help you walk through that process. That's part of what they do. Um, Don't be afraid to talk to people. I mean, yeah. pick up the phone, call people, for sure. have a little bit of discernment, you know, don't get swindled by some backwoods, whatever. Um, but there's tons of services out there. Uh, the online ones, it's cheap to get into. I mean, 50 yeah. bucks or what, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And you can, it's a huge resource. They, 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 they really simplify yeah. Yeah. all this stuff because every, every state agency does it so differently. And yeah. then they, they got to pile all that and data and make it so much easier to digest. So, those are those are some really good options. We definitely approach this for more of a DIY mindset, but um, yeah, that, that's my personal preference. I, I count them as DIY though. It's I mean, it's just getting the help you can get. I mean, for it's sure, not, it's for it, sure. You can go to Wyoming Game and Fish's website, and you can click on each individual unit, yeah, and you can go while. through like 19 links, or you can buy the <laughs> Eastman's book, which is my favorite, which has like the units laid out one through 100 chronologically, trophy quality, draw rates, yeah. success rates, everything, and you can just be like. What's the that. success rate look like? What's the trophy rate? Yeah. And I'm just picking the areas that have that. Yeah. Well, and don't and and uh, like Luke was talking on on the guide sided guide sided things. You know, go if it's special, it's like first time that and and you can afford it. That might be a good option to just see how gnarly the, the terrain is, how long the distances are. You know, I dove mm -hmm. headfirst into Colorado and realized real quick I bit off, you know, <laughs> way more than I was. Yeah. There was some. If, if you don't have, a, like, a mentor or somebody there that can kind of help you out, if, if you're just going, like, picking a random state and just showing up and doing it, it's that's hard. That's hard to do. Yeah. Uh, but but I think I think there's there's a lot of growth that happens in that and just, like, ripping the Band-Aid off, like, I'm going to figure this out. Yeah, that just do it. That's why I was so, so glad I did Colorado because it was kind of eye-opening um, at how unprepared I was. Uh, but uh, it, it was great. It ultimately, it was successful because I learned, I learned so much and I learned what I needed to do next time. You know, you get to the trailhead and it's closed or there was a fire or, you know, some, some situation. So what's your backup plan? Um, okay, well, now i got to rethink because mm -hmm. I didn't even have a backup plan. Uh, okay, uh, you get to you get to a new area, and uh, I didn't load the maps for the new area because I didn't have a new plan, and then I get cliffed out. Um, yeah. you, you know, so it's just one <laughs> one problem after another. Um, Mentioning the cliffed out a lot. Did you get cliffed out a lot in Colorado? <laughs> something happened here. Uh, they have a few cliffs. You know, but then I I well I actually met the biologist in, in a subway and had a great conversation with him, and he uh, you know after gaining a little experience and knowing the right questions to ask. Um, you know, we kind of hit it off and then I had a little bit better of mm. the back end of that trip. got a couple stocks on some mule deer, saw a few more elk, uh, and the trip was better. I didn't, I didn't fill my tag, but that was like, you know, drinking from a fire hose in terms of just diving in deep, ripping the bandaid off, like you said. And mm -hmm. I think people need to do that to an extent, be safe. Don't go. I went probably a little bit too far than I was physically uh, if I would have got something down out there, I, you know, how, how am I going to get it out? Cause I'm so far in. Yeah. So I think got to have a plan. Yeah. Go with a friend. Go with a friend. Have a buddy for sure. Apply as a party. Cool. Well, thanks for listening to on our Mark the Weatherby podcast. Um, uh, if you want to find out more, check out some of the services that we already mentioned. Uh, make sure you follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And um, just as an extra precaution, make sure you're signed up for our email newsletter in case we get kicked off the social media at some point. Yep. Welcome to presidency, Mr. Joe Biden. <laughs>